America, welcome back. Got a question for you. Coming a little closer. What does Adam and Eve, the country of Morocco, and slavery in the U.S. have in common? Need a couple of minutes to think about it? We'll give it to you. Stay tuned. On More Talk TV. 2020 census is fast approaching, starting on April 1st, 2020. The addition of race class definitions have been added to this census. Do you really know where you fall under the race class category? The accuracy of your input is extremely important for you, your community, the city you live in, and the state you live in. How will you be counted on April 1st, 2020? Did you know that the Moors who were in Spain are related to the Moors here in America? Let's trek back through time to trace Moorish ancestry from the Garden of Eden. You're on Moor Talk TV, and I'm your host, Alfred Tardell, and you're here with my co-host, Kenya Spain Bay. Welcome back. We're here today to talk about Moorish ancestry. Today, we have a special guest, Josephine Parr. She's gonna be here as an educator in New Jersey to give her insight. Stay tuned for more talk on More Talk TV. Welcome back to More Talk TV. We're here with a special guest, Josephine Parr. Hi, Josephine, welcome. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here today. Excellent. So, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm an educator in New Jersey. I've been teaching for 21 years. Uh, I'm responsible for educating students in the area of career readiness and to also help them to develop personally. So I, I connect them with their passions and their interests and teach them how to make a positive impact in their community. Oh, beautiful, that's nice, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for being Thank here. You. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for having me, it's a pleasure. So we're here to talk about the ancestry of the Moorish community yes. or the Moorish nation. Yes. Tell me, do they mention the Moors in the history books? And if so, in, in what context? Now, the Moors have not been mentioned, to my knowledge, at all You know, during um, the educational experience of our children in history, uh, in their history classes. Um, the way I've come about it was I've learned about it in college by mistake. <laughs> but we were given an assignment, I was an English major, and my professor had us write a, a paper, a 20-page paper on the Renaissance period. Okay. So I asked her, I, I raised my hand, I said, well, what were the Africans doing during that period? And she said, um, nothing to my knowledge, I don't think African Americans or Africans were doing anything at all. So now, mind you, this was before the internet. So um, on my way home from school, um, I stopped by a black uh, bookstore and I was talking to the owner of the black bookstore and I, I told him how like I was just so disturbed by the fact that she said that there, there was nothing done and I didn't know. Yeah. So he said to me, he said, no sister, there has been much done. The Moors were Africans who even started the whole Renaissance period. If it wasn't for the, the Moors, there would be no Renaissance at all. So that's what piqued my interest and I was able to write a 20 page paper on that topic and I was so enlightened through that conversation and I was able to, I, that's when I started with the book called The Golden Age of the Moors and I, I got a lot more other books and I was able to study that. And I've been trying to teach my students about it and to let them know, but I don't have that much information so that's why I'm here to talk to you guys and learn so much more about it. Okay. So like one of the questions I have is, how does the lineage of the Moors 
stem from, let's just say, Adam and Eve? Yes. Like, where, where do they come from? That's a good question. Adam and Eve are the father and mothers of the human family. Right. So all of the people on the planet come from Adam and Eve. Okay. Yes. And so, so does the Moorish people. And so you have uh, the Canaanite nation, which the Moorish people, the ancient Moabites at that time, stem from. So let's talk a little bit about Adam and Eve. Now, Adam and Eve was in the Garden of Eden. Right. Right? That's the story that we're told as right. children and in, in, in Sunday school and in the Bible. But uh, what happened to their offsprings? Well, Adam and Eve were exiled from the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. And so their offsprings were also exiled. And they went into Asia, hence the name Asiatics. So you, you may have heard the term, I'm an Asiatic black man. Yes. You may have heard that term before. So that stems from those offsprings who went into Asia. Now, Asia is not confined to what you hear today about Middle East Asia. Right. There's Far East Asia, there's mm -hmm. Middle East Asia, but what about your Far West Asia? We'll get into that. We'll discuss that briefly. Okay. But the Moorish community or the Moorish uh, society are known as Moabites in antiquity. And so the Moabites, the Hamites, the Canaanites, all of these families, these nations, they were in the Holy Lands after coming out of the Garden of Eden. Wow, and I, 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 as a child of a pastor, we learned so much about all of these, uh, the, these genealogies in the Bible. And it's so amazing to see how it's really connected to the Moorish history, that it goes all the way through the Bible. Like mm -hmm. I'm so amazed by that as a parent and as an educator. So for those who are not really versed in the Bible, can you kind of give us uh, a visual? So they were cast out, they went into what nations became what tribe, and how did that move into what we know today as the Moors? Outstanding. Well, uh, there are many people still looking for what mm -hmm. they call, you know, the Garden of Eden today. But uh, modernly, the Garden of Eden is in what was called the land of Canaan, which is in the area what we call today, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia, uh, those lands all where you hear about uh, Jerusalem and, and Jordan. This all made up the land of Canaan. And the, the Garden of Eden is, was in what's called today Mecca. And so it, it says Abraham was the father of many nations. And so you get the Moabite tribe out of from Lot. And so uh, you heard about the story, right? The story. right? With Lot <laughs> and the two daughters yes. and one of them having, you know, a son. And so this is where you start to have the origins of uh, the, the Moabite people, if you will. And so then they start to break down into these nations that Abraham became the, the father of. And uh, these lands were promised, these, mm -hmm. these holy lands were promised to, to his, his descendants. And so still today you, you'll find uh, the Jewish community uh, has went back into uh, their promised land and they have, uh, it's called Jer Jerusalem, if yes. you will. And so these are, that's one of the members that Israelites, the Moabites, the Hamites, as I said, 
these right. are these make up these nations and tribes. And, and it's so amazing how you know the Jewish uh, community teach each other. They teach their children about this, or they have their own classes, and they and they teach their students and their children and their families mm -hmm. about their history. Right. And this is what we're missing, you know, as a people, as schools, as educators, and as parents. That we don't actually sit down and teach our children these these lines of ancestry. So they think their knowledge of themselves starts with slavery, and it goes way before that. You said it. And I just think that if children were more enlightened, if, if adults and parents were more enlightened, I think our view of ourselves and our perspective of ourselves um, and, and our roles in the community would be vastly different. Outstanding. I, it, you know, if it was taught from that uh, diaspora, the Moorish diaspora was taught linking one from today modernly yes. in the Bible, yes. I think that some of the children today, some of the parents today, the people today, would be able to identify their uh, ancestral lineage. Right. You know, for the most part, like you said, they either they identify with slavery as being the origin of their history, or they'll exactly. just, you know, identify with I'm African. But their lineage goes back so much farther. And even as a part of being a religious person, you know, going to church all the time, growing up with the Bible, all those years, I felt excluded from the Bible almost. Mm -hmm. I'm just like watching another. Uh, the Israelites, you know, winning these wars and, and, and going to the Canaan land. And, but I never knew where we were as Africans in this whole story. Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, we were absent from that story, you know, even though I was being taught about the Bible the right. whole time. How much more powerful would the Bible be if, you mm. know, our young people were actually connected to the story and yeah. found themselves in it? Yeah, like uh, nowadays the Bible has... Um, there, there's no pictures in it. But right. when I was growing up, there were always pictures of blonde hair, blue eyed angels, yes. you know, fair skinned Jesus, that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. even if you knew you were a Hamite or Shemite or whatever, it kind of took away from owning it yes. because the pictures themselves said something completely different. Exactly. But what I want to get into are the tribes. Now, I'm, I'm assuming that at this point, it's what they call Pangea, so this was one large landmass and not mm -hmm. separated as it is now. So the treks across country or mm -hmm. to other regions wasn't as vast as it is now. So as we go from Abraham, there's some descendants. Who went into each region and then how do they connect uh, for the Moors? So there is a strip. Uh, after the Great Atlantic Quake, um, which uh, that caused the, the Great Atlantic Ocean. So fast forwarding from Pangaea, um, you will find that people had traversed or trekked um, across the, the what they call the, the Bering Strait. It, it was wow. frozen tundra at this, mm. at this point. Wow. And one could travel from Africa mm -hmm. up in Morocco, you know, in northern Africa, up through what we call today uh, Europe, mm -hmm. and then uh, right across the strait and come right into what we call today North America, up into yeah. Canada. No strange happens, might be a play on words, land of the land of Canaan or Canada, but wow. um, <laughs> you know, it, it, trek up to Canada and then come down into uh, America where we, you know, currently domicile today. And right on down to uh, South America, mm -hmm. and so that that's part of how the Moors uh, were able to trek the lands 
before mm -hmm. they started uh, traveling the seas. Wow. Okay. So, can we just name like a couple of tribes that contribute to the Moorish descent? Uh, we will do that right after <laughs> these messages. <Okay. laughs> Stay tuned. Welcome back to More Talk TV. So where we left off, I was asking Al, where, where are some of the nations that some of the original tribes or nations originated from in the Holy Land? And that's a great question. Um, so as I was saying that the offsprings of Adam and Eve uh, derived out of the Garden of Eden and came into the Holy Lands. Right. These offsprings are the founders of the holy city of Mecca. And so, just as Adam and Eve had a covenant with their creator, their offsprings had a covenant with their creator. And so, as time went on and they defiled their covenant with their creator, mm -hmm. they were then exiled from the holy lands. And so you might uh, be aware of uh, a man by the name of Joshua in, 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 in yes. the Bible. Well, well, Joshua received instructions to, uh, to, to basically move these uh, Canaanites mm -hmm. and Moabites out of the Holy Lands. He, he drove them out. And so where did they go? Well, That's a good question. <laughs> they went into Africa, they received permission from the pharaohs of Egypt. And so this is how you get the trek from the Garden of Eden into the Holy Lands, into Africa, and having them to inhabit and, and civilize Africa. Right. And so I'd like okay. to read you a little something about okay. who that exactly was. And so uh, the industrious acts mm -hmm. of the Muslims of the Northwest in Southwest Africa. These are the Moabites, Hamatites, Canaanites, who were driven out of the land of Canaan by Joshua and received permission from the pharaohs of Egypt to settle in that portion of Egypt. In later years, they formed themselves kingdoms. Hmm. These kingdoms are called this day, Morocco, wow. Algiers, <laughs> Tunis, Tripoli, ETC. Wow. So all of the inhabitants of Africa, they are the descendants of the ancient Canaanites from the land of Canaan. One of the questions I get asked from time to time is, well, who went into Africa first? Well, you heard of the Cushites and the Hamites. Well, Cush was the son of Ham. And so old man Cush, and his family are the first inhabitants of Africa who came from the land of Canaan. Wow. His father Ham and his family were second. Okay. The dominion 
of Cush was Northeast and Southeast Africa and Northwest and Southwest was his father's dominion of Africa. Wow. In later years, many of their brethren from Asia and the Holy Lands joined them. Hmm. Interesting. That's wow. deep. That's very interesting. So, and, and I know that was straight from the Bible, what you read, because I, I do know that they list like all of the genealogies and they do explain like where they went and, and how they traversed through those lands. In addition to um, the biblical scholars' um, information, what else can people read and study that would be a reliable source for them to understand more of the historical background of the Moors? Well, I'm, I'm currently reading a few books right now, and, and, and wow, these books are over 100 years old, and they're, they're a plethora of information. Uh, I, wow. I, I, I share this with you. Uh, this is Morocco and the Moors, Western Barbary. It's Wild Tribes and Savage Animals. This is by John H. Drummond Way. And uh, this book is 1861, a print edition wow. from 1861. Mm -hmm. This is a really, really good book. And who was the writer of that, the author? The author is uh, John Drummond but, like, Way. What, what did he do like as far as like his um, research and was he, you know, do you know what area he came from? So basically the, the, the research had to do with the ancestry and the, and the, and the lineage of Moors. This, this okay. book, Morocco and the Moors. Okay. So you, when you hear about the Moroccan Empire, mm -hmm. it was the Moors who made up this Moroccan Empire. And okay. so this book basically talks about some of their lifestyles, mm -hmm. their food, how they okay. dress, some of their, uh, how they have civilized or established government affairs. Wow. And so all, all three of the books talk about mm -hmm. that, but it gives it from a different perspective. Wow. This book by uh, Stephen Bonsall is called Morocco As It Is. And this is another book that's over a uh, hundred years old. And it pretty much discusses the same details, you know, um, how they lived, what they mm -hmm. ate, their government, the type of women they chose, their, their religion. And uh, so very, very interesting book. And, and, and one, of my, one of my favorite books, this is called The Moors. And this book is by uh, Budget Meekin. And in this book right here, it talks about Moors dressed as Moors. Mm -hmm. And it's not confined to what their wardrobe is, right. but what it means is that Moors ate mm -hmm. what Moors eat, mm -hmm. Moors spoke like Moors speak. Mm -hmm. In other words, their character is what defined them. Wow. That's, this book is all about the character mm -hmm. of Moors, and, mm -hmm. and it's a really, really interesting and, and the, read. And that's, that right there is um, what's really missing in our educational system and in our, in our culture as it is as like African-Americans, as we're labeled African-Americans, um, without having that history, without having our culture. Like we just assimilate to all kinds of different cultures, that's social media or what America is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have that, that sense of quality and that sense of um, who we are. Yes. And this is where, this is where our culture gets lost. This, this is why, as a, as a Moorish American, my, my nationality is a Moorish American. Yes. And so when people ask me, why, why, why are you Moorish American? I'm able to say I'm a descendant of Moroccan mm -hmm. and born in America. Right. And Moroccan is a modern term for Moabite. 
Right. And the Moabites are those who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And so, I, yes, we need this information in schools mm -hmm. with our children. Our, our parents, our yes. friends, you yes. know, family members need to definitely learn um, a lot more history about where they come from. You know that mm -hmm. old saying, you need to know where you come from yeah. in, in order to know where you're going. Exactly. Yeah, um, it's, that's a great point. Where did you find these books? I did a little bit of research. Um, I, Google is your best friend sometimes, okay. you know, but um, I, I was able to uh, find these books through, through looking through Google and then uh, Harvard uh, Bookstore, you know, printed these books out. Okay. Um, Google uh, prints these books out also. Mm -hmm. Can you get them from Amazon? So you can order them through okay. Amazon. And, um, you know, we're giving Amazon and Google and Harvard <laughs> books a lot of, you know, a lot of shout outs here. But it's all right because, I, you know, it's all about making sure people have a reference point to get this information. Right, right. And so, you know, it, it, in other words, it wasn't hard to find. It really right, okay. wasn't difficult. I, I had an interest and I, right. I used whatever means I could to locate these books. Yeah. Okay. That's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Wow. So well, now we're going back to uh, the Moorish inhabitants. What do you know about the Moabites? The Moabites, not that much specifically. I don't know about the Moabites um, specifically, mm -hmm. like except for um, them being mentioned in the Bible. So I don't really know that much about their culture, mm -hmm. you know, or you know what they've done. I know that they were probably um, not the best friends of the Israelites. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. They were probably like on the other side. Um, so if, if you have some information on that, that would be good. We learn I, a little bit more about it. I always ask, uh, uh, you know, pastors, you know, so right. sometimes I ask them, I say, uh, how do you uh, trace, mm -hmm. you know, the lineage of those who identify as being black or African-American? How do you help them trace themselves mm, back that's a good question. to, you know, the many nations that Abraham was a father of? So right. they could help identify that exactly. they too are of some nobility. Wow. You know, I always ask wow. that question. And what's the answer that you normally I, you get? You know what? I, the, the, <laughs> the answer I got from pastors is, that doesn't matter. You mm. know, as long as your heart is right wow. with God, you know, <laughs> yes. th that's all that counts. And yes. while they're right, you know, in yeah. saying that, mm -hmm. they didn't answer the question. And, will, they, and, and another answer will be like, well, we all, you know, become adopted into the family of Christ, you know, through Jesus, and we all have the same blood, right. which I understand that. But at the same time, like our culture and our history has been really neglected by not addressing that. And, right. and I think sometimes we're guilty of just being so super spiritual mm -hmm. that we don't address, you know, that, that, that historical culture and that background so that we can actually teach our children that, mm -hmm. you know, that our history, this is how we should carry ourselves and this is what we should do and this is what we should eat and this is the code of conduct that we should live by. Yes, character. Yes. Jesus was of the ancient Canaanite blood and his great great grandmother Ruth was a Moabitess. Oh, wow. We'll love to talk more about oh, this on point. More Talk TV <laughs> and we'll be right back.
Welcome back to More Talk TV. So, we don't have the time to di further discuss the topics that we had mentioned, but when it comes to culture in the melaninated community, we've lost a lot of it. So, on our next show, I'd like to invite Josephine back yeah. and ask her her opinion on how we should incorporate this back into our community. Josephine, yes. thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you for you. having me. This was such an enlightening conversation. Yes. So, on More Talk TV, we'll be back to discuss the Moorish dynasty from 700 AD to the last Moorish stronghold in Granada, 1492. You're on More Talk TV, and we'll be back to talk more. Peace. Mighty, 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 mighty